Welcome back to another episode of the NCRI Women's Committee podcast, where we shed light on the state of women's human rights in Iran. Today, we have a pressing and alarming topic to delve into, the relentless pressures exerted on women from all walks of life to intimidate and terrorize Iranian society, with the aim of stifling any potential uprisings. Furthermore, we will briefly examine the alarming escalation of executions in Iran and the inhumane treatment endured by the families of execution victims. Lastly, we will address the heartbreaking struggle faced by the families of the death row prisoners, highlighting the immense hardship they endured. Let's start by acknowledging the recent news regarding the summoning of lawyers in Iran. In the past two weeks, around 70 lawyers have been summoned by the clerical regime, leaving many questions and concerns about their safety and the state of justice in the country. Can you provide us with some background information on the situation? Certainly. Over the past two weeks, approximately 70 lawyers have been summoned by the clerical regime in Iran. This alarming development raises concerns about the freedom of expression and the ability of lawyers to defend their clients without fear of reprisal. It's important to note that this is not an isolated incident, but rather part of a wider pattern of repression and human rights violations targeting lawyers and human rights defenders in Iran. What are some of the specific challenges faced by the lawyers in Iran? Well, lawyers in Iran face numerous challenges, ranging from restrictions on their ability to represent their clients effectively to harassment, intimidation, and even imprisonment. The Iranian regime often uses vague and broadly interpreted national security laws to silence lawyers who dare to advocate for justice or take on politically sensitive cases. This not only infringes upon their professional rights, but also undermines the principles of a fair and impartial legal system. Are there any cases or instances that highlight the gravity of the situation? Absolutely. Uh, Ms. Marzia Nikara, a prominent human rights lawyer, was sentenced to one year of imprisonment by the 29th branch of the Revolutionary Court in Tehran on the 14th of May. Another human rights lawyer, Farzan Ezilabi, was sentenced to one and a half years of imprisonment by the Revolutionary Court of Ahvaz. Farooq Sheikhul Islami Vatani, Tutia Partovi Amoli, Mitra Izatfar, Marjan Esfahanian, Samin Cheraghi, and Sara Hamzazadeh were the female lawyers among those summoned to appear before the court. The common factor among most of these lawyers is their involvement during the protests and criticism of the adopted procedures. Such instances not only undermine the rule of law, but also instill fear among other lawyers who are hesitant to take on politically sensitive cases. Now let's turn our attention to the situation of teachers in Iran. Recent reports have highlighted the pressures and arrests imposed on teachers, raising concerns about their rights 
and the state of education in the country. Can you provide us with an overview of the situation of teachers? Well, over the past weeks, we have witnessed a series of unjust expulsions, arrests, and protests involving teachers in Iran. These actions reflect a growing pattern of repression and intimidation against educators who dare to speak up for their rights or advocate for a better education system. Teachers have been subjected to harsh treatment, including arbitrary arrests, detention, and even hunger strikes as they demand fair working conditions and an inclusive educational environment. Can you share any specific incident or stories that highlight the gravity of the situation? Absolutely. One notable case is that of Ateke Rajabi, a teacher who's been on hunger strike to protest her unfair dismissal and the broader repression of teachers in Iran. Ateke's a courageous act of resistance has drawn attention to the plight of educators who face unjust expulsions and arrests. Additionally, widespread teacher protests were staged in 14 provinces on the 9th of May, demonstrating the collective frustration and demands for change within the education system. Uh, the pressure and arrests imposed on teachers have detrimental effect on the quality of education in Iran. When teachers are unable to express their ideas freely or advocate for their students' needs, it hampers their ability to provide a nurturing and inclusive learning environment. The fear and intimidation experienced by educators also create a chilling effect stifling innovation and hindering the development of critical thinking skills among students. Now we're learning that the challenges extend beyond lawyers and teachers in Iran. They also include students' activists, women's rights activists, labor activists and journalists. What you just mentioned is entirely accurate. The regime has conducted widespread arrests targeting labor activists, women's rights activists, human rights activists and journalists. They are summoning journalists who were previously released in February, falsely claiming to have granted them amnesty. However, journalist Maryam Vahidian, for instance, has been sentenced to four years in prison, and they are summoning even more journalists. On the eve of Teachers' Day in Iran, they raided the residence of an imprisoned teacher and arrested several teachers and labor activists. Among them, Anisha Asadollahi was sentenced to five years and eight months of imprisonment. Gina Modares Gorgi, an advocate of women's rights, is currently detained in the women's ward of Sanandaj prison. She endured 40 days of solitary confinement and tortured to extract false confessions. And the list goes on, with numerous individuals affected. These women activists and journalists have tirelessly worked to report the truth, improve working conditions, and fight against human rights violations. Unfortunately, their dedication has come at a tremendous personal cost under the oppressive rule of the regime. 
I'm aware that the Iranian student activists who participated in the 2022-2023 Iran protests are facing similar challenges. Many students are systematically excluded from pursuing their studies due to their activism. Um, over the past month, numerous students have been summoned and informed that they are not allowed to continue their education. They are either suspended or dismissed from school. Let me provide some specific examples. Mutahara Gunei, a dentistry student at Tehran University, has been prohibited from studying for a period of five years. Fatima Sadrifar, a dentistry student at Qom University, has been suspended for four terms and forced to change schools. Sepide Rashno has been banned from studying at Tehran's Al-Zahra University for two terms. Zahra Rahimi, a chemistry student at Yazd University, Shaheen Dabistani, a medical science student in Tabriz, Aida Gurbani, an Italian language student at Tehran University, and uh, Shakiba Hushyar, a mechanical engineering student at Razi University in Kermanshah, and the list goes on. These are just a few names among dozens of Iranian students who have been denied access to education over the past month. However, Iranian students remain resilient and determined to continue their fight for a better future. My next question concerns the distressing escalation of executions in Iran and the inhuman treatment of the families of death row prisoners who are courageously protesting these executions. Yes, the families of death row prisoners in Iran are already burdened with the anguish of having loved ones facing imminent execution have been subjected to further suffering. Instead of receiving support and empathy, they have faced harassment and intimidation from authorities. Their cries for justice and pleas to spare the lives of their loved ones have been met with brutality. Several women were beaten up during their protests outside the Ghazal Hisar prison in Karaj just uh, a few nights ago. The security forces fired tear gas at them. The families of prisoners also organized rallies in Tehran, Isfahan, and Bandar Abbas. Despite the risks and threats, these brave individuals gathered in solidarity to demand an end to the escalating executions in Iran. The prisoners' children held up signs reading, Don't execute my dad. We even had a case where the wife of a prisoner who died due to poisoning was also arrested and imprisoned, leaving her children without any care and support. We should remember that behind each number and execution order, there are real lives hanging in the balance and grieving families desperate to save the lives of their loved ones. I'd like to point out for our listeners that more than 120 prisoners, including three political prisoners, were executed in Iran over the past month alone. And uh, let's not forget that most of these prisoners were convicted of drug-related charges, which according to the international law are not punishable by death. What can 
journalism is due to support the lawyers, human rights defenders and the people of Iran? Well, there are several ways listeners can make a difference. Firstly, raising awareness about the situation by sharing information, articles and reports can help shed light on these human rights violations. Contacting local representatives, urging them to address these issues with the Iranian regime is also an impactful way to show solidarity. Together, we can make a difference and amplify the voices of those who fight for justice and human rights in Iran. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the NCRI Women's Committee podcast. Remember, justice knows no border, and together we can make a difference. For more information on Iranian women's fight for freedom, you can visit our website women.ncr-iran.org. Stay informed, stay engaged, and until next time, keep fighting for women's rights.